coming to you from the High Hide <laughs> on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. High Hide is a Jurassic Park reference. If you got it, bonus points for you. If you didn't get it, you need to catch up on the Lost World. Go back and watch the Lost World. That's where they mentioned the High Hide. Um, and we are high. We are. We're up in the air uh, in a beautiful little setup Gorgeous. that uh, has been set up here. Uh, on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio, and we were lucky enough to spend some time in and use. Um, it's really nice. You can see behind us uh, some helmets, some that are interesting and, and we like. The Gunslinger's helmet, Commander's helmet, and then one that we just... That we things, love. Things are better in threes, I guess, and so we decided <laughs> to throw... We decided to throw the uh, the Denver Broncos helmet up there just for more. But you can see those behind us if you're watching us on facebook live if you're not um then you're listening to this the next morning and hey that's okay yeah you're listening to the smoking guns podcast my name is philip Higginbotham. i'm joined as always by leo yamas what's up gunslingers posse and rc woods hello beautiful people and uh we are a podcast that deals with football in san antonio we are a podcast that deals uh with football in san antonio specifically surrounding the San Antonio Gunslingers of the National Arena League, who are set to take on the undefeated Carolina Cobras For on now. Friday night uh, in Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's right. You heard that right. Friday night. Friday night. All right. Don't don't miss it. Uh, you need to be by your television set or hopefully at a watch party. And we're going to talk about uh, speaking of some right. of that, too. Um, yep. But uh, we've got news, and we, we really would be remiss to not start anywhere but the big news. Um, some of you know, but most of you do not. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I, and I'm just going to say this as plainly as I can. There's some information I have and some I don't. I'm just going to tell you what I know. Um, over the past couple of weeks, there has been some working and negotiating with a new investor for the gunslingers. I think we've told you that before. I think we had that conversation yes. on the show we did once. Talk about we did on the like last the tickets, show two weeks ago. Like the ago. free tickets, remember? Uh, so with uh, all of that, that is now beginning to work into its final stages. And what we have is not a new investor so much as an ownership change for the San Antonio gunslingers. Yeah. Jason, Hector, and Jonathan um, are, from what we've been told, and we've been told this directly from them, are no longer connected to the San Antonio Gunslingers. They have been, uh, they have moved on. Not in official capacity. They still support. That, yeah, they're the still I- they're still part of Gunslinger Posse. They still support and love everything that's going on with Gunslingers World, and they're going to support their players um, who have become friends. Uh, they are. You said uh, a couple of them are watching already on the podcast. Yep. Um, and we want to talk a little bit tonight about them. And where we where this all started and where we've gotten to at this point, um, because what they've done to this point is no small thing. True. Um, but no. it is it is a really really big thing. And sometimes with big things they get so big um, that it's hard to manage. Your, your choices are, I can keep control of this thing, and and strangle it in a way, or I can let it go and see it continue to be. Um, bigger and more fruitful and have a part of the history of that. And so the ownership group, the I love what you've been calling them as we've been texting back and forth. Oh, yeah. The, That's my nickname for the them. The OG3 
the original uh, Gunslinger 3. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which would be Jason Hector and Jonathan. Guys you've heard of before if you've been with our show. Um, they, uh, they have decided, they have made the decision to step aside um, and allow a new, sh- new ownership group to take control. Uh, the ownership group uh, is... Drum roll? Well, they're here <laughs> in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to worry. One of the things that we've always loved about the Gunslingers organization is that it was locally based. Mm-hmm. It wasn't somebody trying to come in and put football here. It was somebody from here growing football. I think that's something we've talked about since uh, the beginning. July mm-hmm. of two, 2020 when we started this show. That's going to continue to happen. Uh, the other thing that you're going to notice is, or what I think you're going to notice, and, and a lot of this is going to be conjecture from us, is uh, the new owners are the same folks that own and operate John Wayne Service Company. Right. What that means is if you've ever heard of John Wayne Service Company, and if you live in San Antonio. You have. You have. <laughs> um, because they have radio commercials on every single thing you try to listen to on the radio. They are big supporters of Texas high school football. So mm-hmm. if you've ever watched any Texas high school football around San Antonio, you've heard of John Wayne. Um, they are everywhere. You see the trucks out Facebook. everywhere. They're all over Facebook. They're Social all over media. Twitter. Um, so what that means is they have a certain amount of resource and a certain amount of connection mm-hmm. that the Gunslingers organization was previously un- unable to tap into. Right. Um, and I'll explain what I mean by that a little later. Um, but uh, suffices to say that if everything goes through as it looks like it will right now, and again, this has not been finalized, but it has been, uh, my understanding is that tomorrow things will be final, final. Yep. Wheels turning. Uh, so, oh, Jim is jumping on. Jim Murnay from Inside the Walls podcast. I thought you guys would be recording tonight as well. Hello, Jim. Uh, some of the... Hey, Sochi. Hi, How are Sochi. You? Hi, Sochi. Chase Risman says, do you think that the marketing will improve with John Wayne Service Company involved? Chase, I hope so. Chase, I don't see how it cannot. <laughs> you go from zero to and, one, it's and, better. And here's where I was talking about a second ago when I said resources and uh, connections that were previously unavailable to the Gunslingers organization. Um when John Wayne Service Company calls a radio station, their sales rep at a radio station, and says, I have something I need you to run, uh, the radio station hops to attention because they spend enough money oh, yeah. on their ads that if they want Gunslinger's ads on every radio station, and I think we saw some of that we did. Uh, for that last home game where they gave away tickets Excellent. That Friday and Saturday, there were radio commercials. My mm-hmm. wife heard one in her classroom one one afternoon on Friday afternoon. That is a that is a that is representative of uh, John Wayne Service Company having the pool where they can call mm-hmm. their sales rep at a radio station or a group of radio stations and say, "You need to run this." Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a knock on Hector and Jason. They no. don't have that kind of pool because they haven't spent hundreds of thousands of dollars with that radio station up to right. this point. Right, right, um, That's not on them. Uh, James says uh, he can't confirm this ownership change. Uh, right. None of this is official yet. It hasn't officially made its way through signing and the league being notified from what I understand. But 
We have been notified by both sides of this that it's done. Yes. So that's why that's the only reason we're running with this, this at this point. We've talked to the OG3. OG3. Yep. We and have talked to uh, the John Wayne Service Company folks, and both of them have confirmed that this is happening. Yeah. So. And we um, have messages from both both sides too. Yeah. For so the fans. if it falls apart, it was this close. It was so close that I was willing to go on and say it's a done deal. Um, so that is what it is. Um, here's what I want to do though, because I don't want to jump right into. We're already talking about what this means going forward. We got lots of time to talk about what this means going forward. I do want to spend a few minutes on uh, where we've come from because it's been quite a journey. What has happened up to this point is, and I think I've already mentioned this, no small feat. Um, you had two guys talk to each other on January 2nd mm -hmm. of 2020 and said, hey, let's start a football team. And let me tell you, there are millions of conversations like that between two buddies every day. Let's start a bar, let's start a band. A band. Let's yeah. start a football team. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it's just talk. It it's never just, happens. you know, and, and you may even draw something up and like, this is what our logo would look like and all of these kind of things. You may come up with a name. Let's call it Puzzles. 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 Okay. You know why you call it Puzzles? This is a, this is a How I Met Your Mother joke. Uh, I'm not, this is not original. Because, but you know why you call it Puzzles? we don't know how it fits? No, because people are like, why is it called Puzzles? And that? Is the puzzle. That is the puzzle. Got it. Yep. So there you go. Um, I fell into that one. So you come up with some of that kind of stuff, but you never take it to fruition. Uh, Jason and Hector brought friends on board. Early on, they brought Juan on board, uh, mm -hmm. who was connected for a little while. They had um, Jonathan Alba? Young, Alba, uh, Hector's sister, got involved for a while. And we heard about this uh, in July? I think June. Were, it was June or July, of the summer. June before, of 2020, yeah. mm -hmm. which, if you'll remember, is COVID time. Oh, that's right. We, yeah, uh, we were wearing masks. We got at a that meeting. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, we got a phone call. We got a text message. I think from some folks that were uh, kind of on the outside edges, and they said, "Hey, these guys want to talk to you," mm -hmm. because they knew we had done a show way back in the day for the Commanders. Uh, for the San Antonio Commanders, Command and we were excited about San Antonio football. So we met with ownership along with uh, several people. We were at Alamo locals, Distillery. Yeah. Alamo Distillery. Uh -huh. Yep, from we Alamo. Warren. We met with Warren. He was there. Yeah, we got uh, our first Gunslinger t-shirts that and day. And then Coach Tony Hernandez. Tony Hernandez was there, uh, who would become the first head coach and the first president um, oh, of true. the San Antonio Gunslingers. And from that point on, uh, this thing started building. We started the show in July. We didn't have a ton to talk about. Nope. We would sit around and, and chat about what this might look like and where, whether we were going to be at the Freeman Coliseum or the Alamo Dome or some other place we didn't know. Um, we didn't know much about the league. At the time, we were supposed to be in the EIF which is yeah, that's elite right. indoor remember, football. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and very quickly, the ownership group, the OG3, uh, decided to take this into the AAL mm -hmm. because it was slightly better. It was right. better. It was, I don't even know that it was slightly better. I think it was better. Better. Um, it was still not great, but it was better. We went through 
nearly a year of where are we going to play? How is this going to work? Yep. Do COVID wear mask, no mask. COVID messed with everything. We wound up uh, spending a season in the San Antonio Rose Palace on mm-hmm. Monday nights. Yeah. Talk about setting this up just under normal conditions. Now, now put that you know in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, it's just yeah. amazing right. what they were able to do. Um, so here's the thing: they started, and and we can talk, and, and we will talk because we want to talk a little bit about this. The first game. And the nightmare that it was in a lot of different respects. The blue monster. The blue monster. monster. The yeah. bl- <laughs> the blue monster and um, no scoreboard and no clock and in a rodeo <laughs> arena. And still 2,000 people showed up or, right. or 1,700 people showed up to watch Gunslingers football. We lost the game to the North Texas Bulls. Had no idea that was coming. Um, Robert Kent Jr. just made us look silly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, through that all, I can remember that night uh, seeing Jason, seeing Hector, seeing Jonathan. And all three of them were very dejected. They were very disappointed. The turf was not where they wanted to be. They had gotten set up within minutes of the game starting. Yeah. Um, I mean, they worked all day long getting that stuff set up. Uh, The the. The game was a bust. Like, we, we did not play well. We did not hold our own. Like, it was the only time that season that the Gunslingers really got manhandled, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the season, even in the games they lost, uh, the one other game they lost, uh, they felt like they held their own in that final game against North Texas. Yeah. Uh, it was just a dejected night, and I can remember talking with Hector and saying, look, Look at what is here. This does not exist without you guys putting some action behind one of those, hey, let's start a, a football team kind of moment. And it was the players, too, because I remember the day before we went out there and the players were working hard to try to get that field ready. Yeah, they all rallied around yeah, they all the, did. To each other to, to make that work. They did. Um, and Jason, Hector, Jonathan. And you guys were there super early and super late. I, I, we Adriana, were. Hector's, Hector's <laughs> wife, you know, yep. it was. Yes. A, uh, I don't think even think they were married a yet. a family effort. Yep. They weren't married yet. You're right. They were, they were, uh, they were headed that way. Yeah, because they kept getting postponed because of the. Because um, of COVID. COVID. I remember one of the dates was May 2nd because I told her that was my dad's birthday. Uh, so that was the first game and it was kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was it? Just six days later, we were on a bus. Yeah, headed <laughs> to that was headed to Mississippi, <laughs> and uh, a better day. The death bullet. Yeah, that's what I'll call that. Just bus some forever. scary stuff that happened on that bus. Um, I thought we were going to die a couple of times, but uh, Adriana Garcia checking in right now. We're looking sharp in the black jerseys. Yes, we are. Yep. Thank you guys so much. They look great and uh, personalized. It's got my name on the back, but I can't flip around right now and show you on camera because uh, i got to talk. I can't ever not hear my voice. It's it's a phobia <laughs> thing, apparently. Went to Mississippi. Could not live stream the game yep. because the Internet was not good enough in the building no to live stream. in that building. We spent hours trying to find a way to live stream the game. Finally decided to record and broadcast it from the bus. Um, on our way back, which is what we did. So many funny. of you got uh, notifications at like 2 a.m. that the game was uploaded <laughs> and started watching it. Like we started to see watches pop up from that moment. 
Um, went through the entire season, uh, lost to the North Texas Bulls up in North Texas. Um, to end the season, that would have been for the AAL West Championship. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the AAL West champion, North Texas Bulls, headed off to Charlotte, played the Charlotte Thunder, and whooped them, mm-hmm. which means um, the, the San Antonio Gunslingers could have done it. Too. Yep. Second uh, best team in the, in the AAL last year. Just an incredible season, and none of it happens without the work that Jason and Hector and Jonathan put into it. But it doesn't end there. Mm-mm. Like, that that was the end for so many of us. We walked away and we were like, okay, hopefully this thing happens for another year. Right. Um, not only did it happen for another year, it improved. It did. We wound up in the Freeman Coliseum, mm-hmm. which is... Giant a, leap. Yeah. A, Huge. There's not even a discussion to be had. Right. About which is a better venue for what we're doing. Um, we wound up in the NAL, which is also a giant leap. Mm-hmm. Um, the officials could still use some work in the NAL. Don't get me wrong. We'll be talking about that for a while. Yeah, we probably will. <laughs> um, but uh, they stepped it up. They stepped it up all the way around. And um, the problem began to arise as we moved into the new arena and the new league because costs um, piled on. started going up. Mm-hmm. And not just costs that you could reasonably uh, forecast. Right. Because costs of everything started going everything, up. Everything, gas, In a food. way that we didn't expect them to. I mean, your, your pocketbook of course. has been changed over the last six months or so. Your grocery yeah. list, um, everything. Well, it turns out that in the midst of all of that, you're right. Carrie uh, White uh, talked about Coach Q taking over for that Mississippi oh, game right. mm-hmm. and carrying us through the rest of that season. That's true. That did happen. Um, and Coach Q, I'm sorry, I should never miss that as part of San Antonio Gunslinger's history. No, yeah. Um, so, when the cost started to rise, um, I think everybody recognized that something was going to have to happen. And that's happened. Um, so Hector and Jason and Jonathan um, are still going to cheer on the Gunslingers. Mm-hmm. They're yep. still going to uh, they're they're going to become the biggest fans the gunslingers have, I'm sure. For sure. Um, but they are not involved in the operations of the team at this point. It's moved over to a new group, again the same group that owns John Wayne Service Company. And when we come back in a minute, because I want to take a break here, uh, when we come back in a minute, I want to talk about what we think needs to happen going forward. Not what. Not what we hope. I, I do want to talk about what we hope, too. But what are the things that need to happen immediately mm-hmm. for this thing to start taking off? Um, because we, we, we've taxied down the runway at this point. We've gotten up some speed. We are, we are lifting up off the ground a little bit. But there's, there's got to be some things that can happen that will take this thing off, that, that will cause to this the next to take level. off. Next level. To the yeah. next level. And I want to talk uh, some about that. Uh. Before we get there, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you wanted to save this for later or if you wanted to do it now. But uh, we had a conversation with with those guys. Um, like you said, they reached out to us to to let us know. We've spoken to both parties, and uh, the OG three um, had a message for the the fans. Uh, do we want to oh, yeah. tell them right now, or do we want to no, wait yeah. till, the, till the absolutely later in the show? Um, let's see if I can pull it up. Ultimately, it was just that. Caught me on the fly here. 
Um, well, I can't find it. Do you have it? I don't have, the, have the, I, I didn't the get it in text. It? In text, yeah. I got it actually in conversation. So what did they tell um, you? And what, what they told me was they wanted to be sure that uh, we, the Smoking Guns podcast, uh, relayed to the fans, there the supporters go. of the Gunslingers from day one, San Antonio, that they are very thankful to all of you guys for the support you've shown, for coming out and supporting uh, their the players, uh, the coaches, the, the team. They're very grateful, and uh, it's, they really said, like, this was a ride that they really enjoyed, so much so that they wanted to take this to the next level. Like, they were thinking more, like, what's the best thing we can do for the team and for the city of San Antonio, right. more so than what, what was the best thing for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's where they kind of got into a little bit of a situ this situation where it's right. a little bit more than they could handle because – they very ambitiously wanted to get the best product possible for the city of San Antonio. And they gave everything they had, and they are very and tremendously thankful to the fan base for all the support that they've shown to them to this point. Uh, they wanted to make sure that everybody knew that there were still going to be gunslingers. Mm -hmm. they're, gun they're gunslingers posse, like you said earlier. Um, they will always support their guys, those players uh, that are out there battling on the field. And they wanted uh, just they wanted San Antonio to know that it was their dream to bring professional football back to the city of San Antonio, and they did everything they possibly could to make that happen. And um, I think the success that they had is is you know to be applauded and commended. Absolutely, sure. there it's no secret. I, I think if you listen to our show on a regular basis, and certainly if you're those guys, because I know they're listening to, there are times that I got frustrated mm -hmm. with gunslingers ownership. Uh, uh, all of that is true. Um, yeah. There are times I would have done things different than the way they were doing them, or I wanted more information than they would give me, or some of those kind of things. Um, all that being said, I have nothing but for but respect for what they did to get it to this position, and really, that respect doubles now because the easier thing to do would be to hold on to it and say, no, no, this is mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. if, whether it succeeds or fails, it's going to be my thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of us would approach anything like that. I, those of us that have kids that are, are growing up and going off to college or making decisions as adults, mm -hmm. we have this, I need to let go, but I don't want to kind of right. thing. Mm -hmm. um, in the same way, like the easy thing would have been, no, no, this is mine. Succeed or fail, I'm I'm going to hold on to this. Right. Um, to allow someone else to come in and take over something that has that you have for two years has been your baby. Yeah, yeah, your baby that you've thought about that you've spent all your time on, all your energy on, a lot of money on. Mm -hmm. um, to let that go because you know it is it is got a better chance of succeeding that way. Um, that doubles my respect for, I mean, I respected them for what they had done up to this point. Right. Um, this being able to make this decision just uh, proves that that respect is real. They had a lot of tears and, and sweat put into this and it's like a, like a fire. Like they had all the tools to start spark that flower, spark that fire. And that's what they did. And hopefully this spark is going to continue. It's going to fire up and be blazing. Sure. And we're going to be there with them. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael Wayne Davis. Yeah. New ownership. Will they be honoring previous owners' commitments? 
Uh, Michael, that's obviously, uh, or that is that is certainly something I cannot answer we cannot. right now. We will ask, though. I will. De- yeah. We will definitely talk to the parties involved and figure out what we can because, I mean, obviously, and this this may this is probably going to fall into the segment where we're talking about moving forward. So maybe we'll we'll reserve this for after the break. But I mean, that's a part of that discussion for sure. Sure. Is there a specific question or, or? Well, he's asking specifically about like the jerseys. Oh, okay. Yeah, jerseys that have been purchased and, like and oh, he yeah. hasn't received yet. Uh, yeah, and then Todd Mintz checking in and saying thank you to Jonathan uh, and Hector and Alba and Jason, even though he never got his shirt. <laughs> um, we're gonna take a break real quick. When we come back here in just a second, we're gonna talk about what the future may hold, um, and it'll be a lot of guessing because we don't know. Um, and I don't think anybody does at this no. point. Like, I don't, I don't think the guys over at John Wayne really know what the no, future holds. Um, but we've got some information from them, just a, a quick statement from them that I will try to decipher and give you some information on. Um, and we'll talk about all that when we get back here in just a minute. Stick with us. Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Smoking Guns Podcast. Philip Bigginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas. Hanging out in the high hide here on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio um, with uh, the inexplicable uh, Broncos helmet behind us. Mm. This address is part of Broncos country. Ah, That's just the way it is. I get okay. it. Okay. I understand. I do. Um, I don't have to like it, but I understand. So we've been talking about the gunslingers, and uh, while we're in season and we would love to be talking about what's going on, on the football field um, tonight is is uh, we will get to that. Like we've still got a game we have to discuss. Yep. But uh, we're talking about big news off the field, mm-hmm. and that is an ownership change with the San Antonio Gunslingers. Um, our understanding is that that's officially going down tomorrow, but all of the uh, all of the decisions have been made at this point. So, oh, Todd Mintz is a uh, Broncos fan too. Oh, good. Well, there you go. There's two now. Todd knows what he's talking about. <laughs> two in the whole world. Two Broncos fans. Um, speaking of ownership changes, they've got one coming up at some point. Yeah, at some point. Probably uh, Mr. Walmart. Have you have you pulled together your money to make your bid? I'm a few billion short, but I'm working on it. Okay, good well. For you. Well, if anybody would like to make a donation, donations taken. <laughs> yes, so that Leo can buy the Broncos. Broncos. He would. He would love to be involved. Um, so, we talked a little bit about the past, and it goes without saying. I think we said it a ton in uh, the first segment, but I want to say it again that um, we have nothing but love and respect for the OG three, the the original Gunslinger ownership group. Um, Jason, Hector, and Jonathan, Jonathan. And, and and everybody you know, uh, Raul and Juan and uh, um, Alba, here. Adriana, Adriana, all of those people. I, I mean, blood, sweat, and tears. Literally. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that. No, went into making this thing happen up to this point, and we have nothing but love and respect for uh, the way all of that has gone. Sochi, Scott. Mm-hmm. Sochi, Scott, all of those folks. Uh, Jim, Jim Renee is going to go record their show inside the walls where they're going to talk a little bit about the Smoking Guns podcast tonight. Um, <laughs> <Yay>. So, 
we are uh, we're gonna let them. They're gonna go. We're not gonna let them go because I mean we don't have any control over them yeah. anyway. They're gonna make a prediction to shock the NAL world that the Gunslingers are gonna win this. Are gonna Friday beat night. the Cobras. Yes. There you go. Listen um, to their show because they're gonna do that. Yeah, they're gonna do that. They're gonna they're gonna pick the Gunslingers over the Cobras on their show. Mm-hmm. Go listen to their show and hear them pick the Gunslingers over the Cobras on Friday night. I hope they're still there. In any case, uh, we want to talk about what's what's moving forward. Um, and again, this is not I don't want this to be a gripe session of what hasn't happened in the past. They, what has happened up to this point is what could happen. Right. If, they, if they could have done more, they would have. They would have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly believe that for the most completely. I'm going to say completely. Um, there's only a certain amount of a finite amount of energy and time that you have to do something. And I truly believe that the majority of their um, free time went into making this what it is now. They gave it 110 um, percent yeah. and then some. So would they pick us to beat the ball boys? Come on, Todd. Wow. Why, Todd gotta, why do you got to go there? Todd Vince is not sure that gunslingers can beat the ball boys? Well, maybe he just meant that he doesn't think they would pick us. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, that's more. Yeah. Maybe yeah. So uh, going forward, what are some things that we hope to see, that we'd like to see, that we need to see? Um, and I will tell you that I've already had some of these conversations with some folks over at uh, John Wayne. Oh, good. Uh, we need watch parties for yes, this go- for this road trip and Big time. Keep, keep your eyes on social media and keep your eyes keep your ear on the radio um, because I truly believe it's coming soon. They have the ability to get that information out quick, yep. and so I I am not willing to write off the fact that uh, there could be a watch party this Friday night. So clear Friday night. Wow. Clear okay. your schedule. Could the podcast beat the ball boys? What? God. <laughs> look at me look at me look at us we are a reason we are why we do the podcast physical condition <laughs> we could beat the cobras if we needed to um the three of us i'll lead the way <laughs> could beat the cobras <laughs> if we needed to um can we beat the ball boys come on um so some of the things going forward uh, watch parties For is sure. going to be big that's going to be something that I really hope uh, we see something within a day or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in conversation with the folks over at John Wayne, and they are working that direction. They just didn't have anything ready to announce. Okay. Um, but th- they are working that they they are not sitting back and waiting on us to ask for it. We've done that. So no. let, let me ask you this. So I know we usually record like every other week or every week when we play. Would we do a special podcast to announce a tail, I mean, a, a watch party? Um, or would you be live from there? That's an option. Well, so this Friday night I'm out. I have to be out of town for a work engagement. Ah, okay. Well, when it was a Saturday night game, everything was going to work perfect because I get back in on Saturday afternoon and I was going to be able to go to the watch party and all of the things. And then the game got moved. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure when consult, that happened. They didn't consult with totally you? Totally They did not. The oh league did not check with me. They should the Cobras have. They should did have not check better. with they me and better. say, hey, Philip, is this going to work? Um, Whatever watch party can get organized, I will I will be there. Uh, I will be there, too. I would love to be there. I, I wish mm-hmm. I could, but Friday night is going to be – I'm going to be up in Kerrville, unfortunately, for a work training. Um, 
so watch parties is, is a given. Right. That's what are some other one. things? What are some other things that you guys on Facebook Live think need to happen moving forward? Because, again, I know that the original owners listened all the time. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that our new ownership group will also be listening to hear what you want. Um, and if they can make it happen just like the originals, um, they're going to make it happen. So this is your time to tell them what they want. Wow. Give me your opinion. Give me. Give, I'm, I'll I'm give them. them. I'm, I'm asking them. Gotcha. Um, so what are your thoughts? What are what are y'all's thoughts? For me, Years. and this is just yeah. me, I like more community involvement. Right. Um, I think we yeah. did a lot of really good events to give back to the community, and I really enjoy that. I felt like the players, the fans really got involved. They always participated. They never let us down. They always showed up. And I think that brought us together as a family, as fans, and as a team. So I would say we need more community involvement. Yeah, and those players are always ready and willing to, to do that community always. outreach type mm -hmm. of stuff. They, they have lots of fun engaging with fans and kids. I mean, you see it on their faces. They really are a, a great bunch of guys. We know from experience firsthand. But the side effect of that is it gets exposure of the team to the mm -hmm. general public, to people that otherwise might not have known that the San Antonio gunslingers exist. True. It gets coverage from the media when you start doing that kind of thing. It does. And it starts getting the word out. So that's like the side effect of going out and mm -hmm. doing, you know, doing this community work and community outreach. Uh, it has a positive effect on the business as well. Hey, uh, I just want to mention out there, we, we love interacting with you guys on the Facebook chat. Um, but right now there is a troll out there that's just going to say what he can to rile people up and get people upset because he doesn't like some of the things that have happened around the gunslingers, particularly right at the beginning of the season. I would say don't feed the troll um, <laughs> because he's just going to he, he's just going to antagonize and try to get some sort of reaction out of you. Best if yeah. you just leave that alone. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. He's entitled to his opinion. I'm just saying you if you don't need to acknowledge it. If you're gonna argue or acknowledge or, or try to have a conversation with him, that's just what he's looking for. He he's just here to antagonize. Um and we've we've had discussions about him on our show before. Um I would like to see a roster, but I've been saying that. Yes. And on the last names. Who on, are these the players? Yes. Who are these and guys put that a we're name cheering on that for? jersey? Right. And the tailgating, I know it's quick, but wow. we can do something. We can do something. Right. I like. I would like to have more uh, of the fan interaction, um, taking pictures, and, of course, social media. Because I did see uh, there was some people who did post on Instagram and on Facebook, mm -hmm. but it wasn't necessarily from the team. So I would like to see more of that, more of the social interaction, Instagram, Facebook, um, anything like that. Yeah, so social media specifically is something that I have a question for for the new owners. Mm -hmm. um, I, I sure hope they are able to continue with the current social media presence that the Gunslingers already has. Okay. But um, that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I know that Leo really would like to open the fan page back up. Yeah. And uh, have some fan interaction that that got shut down for a while. Yeah, as mm -hmm. a public forum. Um, yeah. And it hasn't been. But uh, we're hoping that that's going to happen soon. It takes work to administrate that, though. So it that's, does. That's it a, does. That's a that's a task. We would uh, we would need some new administrators on that fan page, because right now there's only one. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. And that's our boy Leo here, and he's got a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't do he it. He can't be the administrator for the whole fan page. I will say that I really liked at the last game the customer service that John Wade provided with the people welcoming you. So continue doing that because that was awesome. Yes, I agree. Uh, marketing, 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 marketing. Big, big, um, big time. It's going to be a big thing. And, again, we talked a little bit in the first segment about this. Um, it wasn't for want of marketing. Mm-hmm. The OG uh, group really wanted to have marketing out there. But if you don't have a foot in the door, sometimes it's tough. True. Um, and when you have limited resources, and they just did, mm-hmm. um, it can be tough to make that happen. Um, not that John Wayne has unlimited resources, but they have a foot in the door right. with a lot of those. Um, so marketing would be great. <laughs> Maybe so. some more interaction during the practice. Um, I remember back in the day, um, they would have lots of fans come out. I don't. I think we need to maybe push that a little bit more. Some open practices. And get to m- meet some of the players more. I'm, I'm going to try contacting the players so we can do some more mom-to-moms. Right. You know, usually the players were always like, can I get my mom? Can I get my mom? And this year it's like crickets. And so I'm, I'm, this is up to all the players who are listening. Get in contact with me so I can get your mom so we can do some more mom-to-mom interviews. Right. That's how we get to know the fans. I would love to see some uh, cheerleaders in fi- on, <laughs> during the game um, interaction stuff with fans. You know, like when you go the out to so, the little footballs, well, maybe, but uh, you know, when you go out to the, the missions game and you watch, uh, you know, they have the fry toss, the, the Whataburger mm-hmm. fry toss, yeah, where they're tossing like pool noodles. Games. Um, trying to get it in, or the the ring toss, some of that kind of stuff. More interactive games. I was watching the Carolina, uh, the Carolina and uh, Orlando game. Yeah, and they had some cool stuff on that. By the way, that's a great facility they have there in Orlando. Um, yes. Yes. But uh, they had some cool stuff as far as like the kiss, the kiss me cam, and then the one I really liked was they they had the chug cam. Oh. For all the <laughs> guys out there with the beers and ladies, you know, with your yeah, drinks. Okay. And they put the camera on you, and you had to you had to chug it, and people were just holding up. You hold up your drink to to get the camera to come on you, and then uh, and then when the camera gets on you, you start chugging. That looked like a lot of fun. I, I, I'll take some chugs for a camera. I Alex. do. I do like it. In the Spurs, they have the Simba one where they hold up the baby. Yeah, Simba that, Cam. Yeah, that's cool. That is Jonas Clark's favorite thing ever. <laughs> like we were, we we sat beside each other at UTSA games all season this season, and when they would do the Simba Cam at the Alamo Dome, it was his absolute favorite part. Jonas Clark would go crazy. I love it for the Simba it. Cam. That's Alex McSwain checking in and saying at halftime, have fran- fans try to kick a PAT for whatever gift cards or something. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, somebody a few minutes ago, I think it was Carrie White, mentioned merchandise. No, I'm sorry, it was. Uh, wasn't Carrie White, although Carrie White is all over this place and Super she's mom. talking to us. Um, but Kevin Lewis, Kevin Lewis, talking about merchandise, more hats, more shirts for sure. Um, and at the games would be nice. Yes, so yes. That we can purchase we, we it there. We can hold that. it. We can we can have it in our hands and walk away from it. It's one thing to have it on a website. It's another thing entirely. And I did like when we had the halftime. We had the uh, the cheerleaders from Judson. So I'm sure we can invite another high school to have some dance team come in because I know that brought in like, some crowds too. Yep. Pause. Sorry, <laughs> getting messages from the new ownership while we're talking to you. Wow. That's how things work. Woo-hoo. Uh, Alex Vasoyan also checks in and says Jacksonville has the shark tank. Carolina has the snake pit. Ooh. What do we call our home venue? The corral? 
I mean, you could right gunslingers and shoot out at the OK Corral. Yeah, uh, you know, that's a good one. Um, you, you could certainly call it Corral. What other ideas are the saloon? Stephen Err checks in and says the saloon. We could put a post on the the Smoking like Guns podcast page, a poll, and let, let's see what kind yeah, of see what we, we come up with. That's yeah. how we wound up with the name Smoking Guns Podcast. That's we how sure we got our it. name. Yeah. Uh, wasn't my favorite at the time. No, it sure wasn't. What were the other options? Do you remember? No, I don't. I think the corral was one of them. I think we actually talked about calling it the corral or something like that. Um, Coach Q likes the saloon. That's a good one. It's not bad. The saloon, the corral. Um, keep thinking. Keep throwing ideas out there. Um, so certainly some in-game uh, fan interaction kind of stuff. There was a great moment, and I don't. we didn't get to talk about it on the show. There was a great moment at that last home game. Where at halftime, um, several of the players, about three of the players, came out with footballs and were tossing, uh, were just playing catch with the fans as they yeah. walked around the the arena. That was Javin out there. Yeah, uh, Javin Kilgo and a couple of other guys yeah. just throwing footballs to fans and fans throwing them back. Yeah, kids. It doesn't have to be gift Major, cards or right. money on the line. Just, just this kind of stuff that's interaction with the fans. Huge. The John Wayne Saloon, the stagecoach, Joe Ochoa checking in. What was that? Uh, who bought the that team? John Wayne would say. Uh, Pilgrim. Yeah. Well, that probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, I have to look it up. I mean, John Wayne used to say lots of things. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Ochoa checking in late to the party. Who bought the team? Uh, the ownership group of the of John Wayne Service Company. Is, are now the owners of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Um, at least that will be finalized tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is my understanding. John Wayne Saloon should be a beer vendor in the end zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good All idea. Right. Being that creative. Actually, yeah, sounds not like bad. good. Uh, what other ideas do you guys have? Well, it's, uh, we already talked about the roster. We already talked about the names on the bag. We talked about merchandise, more fan interaction, more social media, uh, more community events. Hmm. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is the marketing and marketing. the merchandise. Yeah. The jerseys, the hats, the T-shirts really work to get that out there and accessible to the fans so they can wear that not just to the games but outside of the game so people start seeing seeing this merchandise out on the streets in san antonio yeah That's true. absolutely that, that to me is huge uh so ownership new ownership um is listening to us right now because he just Hello. messaged me and said they have two options right now for a watch party for this friday night Yay! perfect yes. they will lock it in as soon as the deal is finalized tomorrow Oh, right. Um, so, so obviously, and this is true of it. anything. They're on it. Uh, they want to finalize the 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 paperwork For before sure. they start throwing something out there. Because my understanding is the way things are working right now, if John Wayne isn't in control of the team, uh, a game on Friday night may not happen. Because Hector and, and that group have walked away. They, they, they are not connected anymore. So if the deal's not finalized, there, would need, there may not be a need for a watch party. Um, but that's going to get done. I probably shouldn't even have thrown that out there. Car stickers, tailgate flags. See, these are good ideas. See, the tailgate flags is something that's been uh, proposed before and was a challenge for uh, the OG3 which uh, may not be as much as a challenge right. for John Wayne. But mm -hmm. take that a step further uh really push 
well, I mean, I know because of conditions from Freeman, it probably applies to new ownership as well, not to encourage. Right. But there's nothing saying that we can't organize a tailgate per se, not before a game at another location, a park or something. Uh, right. Somewhere where we can, fans can get together, where players are going to be. So fans can come out. We can barbecue, have some drinks, meet the fans, meet the coaches. Meet hang us. Out, talk, yeah, we, we, we'll right? interact with everybody for sure. I, I think that would be meet a us. solid event. <laughs> meet yeah. us. I haven't met every fan um, out there. Everybody I, wants to meet. I think there's RC a possibility. And and, not me, though. <laughs> uh, I, I think that there's a possibility that um, I would like to see. If new ownership could work with the Freeman and extend tailgate time mm -hmm. a little bit. It's two yeah, hours be before good. the game right now. I'd love to see it longer than that. I think that is a key to football in San Antonio is, is tailgating together. time. Yeah. Ooh, a Kali a Rashad bobblehead. I would Kali be Rashad bobblehead all over that. that. Yes. All over it. Yes, for sure. A <laughs> bobblehead. Yeah, that's a that's an that's an awesome idea. Facebook group for season ticket holders. That's another sure something. Sure. That's RC possible. Punch. Well, you well, already we'll got that. that. Well, and not, not we haven't had that. We haven't had it since we tailgated. Yeah. yeah, since so it's short and sweet, and I'm trying to keep up with the shots. For sure, the next game we're gonna have shots. Uh, June eleventh. June eleventh. It's a long time from now. When we play the. Uh, Albany Empire. Yes, mm -hmm. Albany Empire. First responders night, by the way. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I erroneously said it was military appreciation night. Uh, it's it is not his first responders night, or at least it was. Yeah. Um, cool. And the trolls are multiplying. This is what happens when you feed them. Um, and what about Andy Anderson? Is he coming back on his horse? Last I, I talked, talked to him, it, right? I thought he was coming back. Okay. But I'm not sure. Uh, any talk about doing like they do in other sports and, say, doing a live show after home games from a sports bar or restaurant, Leo and RC could host if Philip has to work. Hey, you know, my work <laughs> schedule is not usually Saturday nights. Um, however, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's a matter of equipment. And getting our equipment where it needs to be and some of that yeah. kind of stuff. We've done it in the past. So. It's not it's not outside the realm of possibility. Um, and we certainly done live shows for sure before um, road games before. Mm -hmm. We did that several times in the commanders days. Yep. Um, so we could certainly talk about doing live shows. Um, certainly during road games, not this particular week because mm -hmm. I'll be out. But uh, what else? What else can happen? I mean, giveaways, big giveaways, uh, tickets. Coach Q made an interesting point of making an effort to pack the bottom uh, seats at yeah. the next game. True. Because on the broadcast, that looks a lot better. The last time with the free tickets, they packed the top, and that's not as visible. Um, I think part of the challenge there is, though, the, the well, I guess if they're giving printed tickets, uh, as the free ones where they can come and they're assigned seating, then you, you won't run into the issue with season ticket holders having their seats down there and then someone trying to come and sit in their seat. But I think that's probably a lot of what they were trying to avoid yeah, probably by doing so. that. Yeah. How about meet the player night? Well, and you get to meet the players after the games, after home games. Well, like during the week, get people excited. Like I know we had some with the commanders that we met at like Dick's and stuff like that. Sure. Some, some, 
It's an idea. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. I say still push the practice. Yeah, I mean, you could go out to practice. You can certainly interact with uh, players there. Mm-hmm. Um, going forward, our understanding... Uh, what about on the football field? Is there anything that you want to see, you want to make sure happens on the football field? Make sure we all know the rules. <laughs> Us well, or the officials? Uh, both. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, we had new players coming in, you the, know, the, the day before the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how well do yeah. you mesh with the team? Right. So. And, the, and the team has had a couple of weeks to prepare and I'm sure go over some of those rules that they had some questions about, you know, the uh, illegal defense uh, that they got called for so so frequently in the last game. So I expect to see a lot of that cleaned up. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I they do. they they need they a lot need less penalties. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, coach Fred, as far as we understand, is still connected. The coach, right? still the coach. Um, ownership changes could, you know, you, you never, never know. know. Never know. Um, but our understanding is that uh, Coach Fred will still be running things. Um, and Sochi will still be there. I hope that we find a way to keep. Uh, Jonathan Kent, not Jonathan Kent, Robert Kent. Robert Kent. Kent. I do that every time. Yeah. Jonathan Kent is Superman's father, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robert Kent. Uh, I would love to see us keep keep Robert Kent Jr. around. I know that there was some conversation about uh, Javin being well and being well enough to lead the team after this this last two weeks off. Um, I, I like Javin. I think Javin is the future of the team. But for now, I, I would rather have Robert Kent leading. I hear you. For the time being. Am I wrong on that? I no, so. I don't think so. Okay. Not at all. And kicker-wise, where are we with that? Do you know? Anybody know? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think Manny is still nursing that, that injury. Uh, but I uh, forget the guy's name that came in. You know, I, I think he did an admirable job under a lot of pressure and has had time to work. So... I, I have seen I, him I've, post some uh, some social media videos of working. Yeah, yeah, and so. and I've been checking the uh, transaction logs on the NAL site, and no transactions to speak of. So sure. I don't think they've made any changes at that position. So okay. uh, I, I think it'll be improved. Well, I hope the league decides to keep one of our podcast friends, Laura Valdez, as the sports massage therapist. Don't know if that's going to happen. She was there yep. the last game, and I think she was invited to come to the June 11th game. So hopefully, she'll stay. Jeremy right there, and, and I agree with you 100% on, on that, and I, I think the players probably agree with you because I know that everybody uh, really appreciates the work that she's been doing. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, I think, really nailed something, though, with his comment right here where he said that the team needs to have more uh, coverage on the local news media. That's true, uh, too. More sports casting, Ken's 5, KSAT 12, Fox 29. I mean, that – would be absolutely huge to get more of that. And the OG3 had some challenges getting those guys to kind of really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and someone with some pool uh, right. like John Wayne may may be able to leverage Maybe that a little bit there. more and get some more of yeah. that local media attention that really, really sorely do need. Not that the Smoking Guns podcast doesn't, uh, enjoy being your, you know, top and number one source for all things gunslingers at 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 the moment. Um, but uh, we really need some of that, some of the big boys to come in and, and cover this. Well, team. and I think more important than getting on getting a a twenty five second spot on Ken's five, 
would be getting on the local sports talk radio mm-hmm. uh, shows. Getting some effort, getting a whole segment there because the segment is 11 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you can get Chris Duell talking about you for 11 minutes or that's a lot, uh, or Jason Minix or uh, gosh, Mike Taylor, I guess, if you want that guy talking about your team. No, I mean, he's <laughs> Sports Talk Radio in San Antonio, so yeah. of course we wanted to talk about uh, San Antonio gunslingers, but he's not one of my favorite people, but he didn't care. That was me moving, he makes a ton of money, uh, without me, but uh. Getting on those, because those that that's sports fans. True. Sports fans listen to Sports Talk Radio. Everybody watches the news, or at least used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but sports fans listen to Sports Talk Radio. Um, yep. So you're gonna you're gonna improve and exposure. Yeah, you're gonna get more exposure there. Uh, Todd Mintz reaching out. Uh, he is reporting. This is a uh-huh. Todd Mintz report, not Coming a Philip from report. California. Uh, that Kilgo told me he is returning on Friday. All right. Robert Kent Jr., however, is sticking around for the season. He told me so. He told Todd so. Uh, So we have both quarterbacks, and that's great. And that is great because you need two quarterbacks anyway. True. You need a backup. Um, You you need to have two quarterbacks in your – in in things as it is, right? So we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to start actually talking about football. Yeah. um, Because there's a football game coming up, and it's a big one. Um, Yeah. if it really is, if the gunslingers could find a way to win this game, that would help. It will change. Stuff too. It, a lot. it would change the season. It would yes. change the trajectory of the season if the gunslingers could win this game. We'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Smoking Guns Podcast. Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods, hanging out with you on your podcasting device here or on Facebook Live if you're checking in with us. We surprised everybody and popped up on Facebook Live on a Tuesday night Yeah, to talk about all kinds of things. Big news. The Gunslingers have new owners. Mm -hmm. Same ownership group from the uh, John Wayne Service Company are taking over the San Antonio Gunslingers. That will be finalized tomorrow. And to that end, um, you had something that got sent to us just a moment ago. Yes. Uh, from the what we're calling the OG3, the original uh, gunslinger ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So this is a message to the San Antonio gunslinger fan base from the OG3. Um, Are you going to cry? Sent to us just a minute ago. No, I'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you, San Antonio. This is sent directly from Hector Garcia, by the way, on behalf of the OG3. I might cry. Thank you, San Antonio. I can assure you that the team is in good hands, and the OG3, little quotes, nice, he, he likes that, will always have the gunslingers in our heart moving forward. I want to thank everyone involved, Tony Hernandez, Coach Q, James, Cheeto, Louie, and all the staff. They truly were a blessing to have around. We are not perfect, and we made many mistakes, and we sure tried to fix it along the way. This decision was not an easy one to make. However, we felt that moving forward for the, the longevity of the organization, we knew that a change had to happen. I'm proud of my partners because when it came down to staying up for two days straight, and man, did we have many of those days, no one ever complained or gave up. All we had in mind was, and this is in all caps, we need to keep pushing for San Antonio. We leave this organization with our, held, with our head held up high, knowing we brought back professional football to the city of San Antonio. 
And they did. Yes. Bravo. And they will all be always be a part of that. And no matter who Thank owns, you guys. Thank you. For doing uh, that. The gunslingers going forward, whether that's uh, the OG3 or uh, John Wayne Service Company or, or their owners, um, or they sell that off and somebody else is owned for it. Never know. The, the history books need to always read that this was Hector Garcia, uh, Jason Torres, Torres um, Jonathan Young, and they need to be the first line. Mm-hmm. Um, in the history books of the San Antonio Gunslingers, because this doesn't happen without them. Nope. Um, and there are lots more people that he mentioned there, and some that he didn't, uh, that came alongside that and made this possible. And all those people need to continue to be a part of what the San Antonio Gunslingers are. And be proud. And we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't. No, that's true. So the San Antonio Gunslingers are, first and foremost, a football team. Yep. And there is a football game to play. Woohoo. Uh, and when you look at the record, Things are mm-hmm. things are things are not looking great for the San Antonio Gunslingers right now. No. We're the only not team. Exciting. We are the only team in the National Arena League without a win. Yeah, that's just fact. That's just true. Uh, Jacksonville finally got them a win last week over the. Help me out. It's the one team I can't think of. Lions. The, they beat yes. the Lions. Uh, they got themselves a win. Team we should have beat. Uh, yeah, the Predators have. have one win. Mm. Because they beat us, um, and we are sitting at zero and two. So there's one team in the league that doesn't have a win, and there's one team in the league that doesn't have a loss, and that's the Carolina Cobras. They have played incredibly well, all three of their games in certain ways. Um, and on Friday night, those teams are going to meet up in Carolina. Uh, and I want to tell you, Gunslinger fan, don't despair. I think there's a chance your gunslingers could win this game. There's always a chance. I mean, there's it's, always a chance. Right, but, yeah. but the game is, is winnable. It I, is. So here's, what, here's, here's, my, here's my evidence that I will submit to the court. And I could be wrong. Look. What? I could be wrong. Every single person that sits behind a microphone and guesses well, who's going to win and lose games. That's all it is, is a guess. It's a guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but here are some things that I would love to point out. Uh the the Carolina Cobras played Orlando in Orlando last Sunday. Yes, Sunday. On Sunday, and they barely beat the Orlando Predators. And if you want to go back and remember, the San Antonio Gunslingers mm-hmm. almost beat the Predators. That's true. So by that measuring stick, if you if you start lining things up that way. These three teams are a lot closer than anybody kind of thinks they are. True. Everybody thinks Carolina is this, you know, head and shoulders above everybody That's else's not team. That's true. Um, based on the numbers, based on the scores, mm-hmm. might be a lot closer than that. You have a good chance. Also, yeah. uh, Leo Alex brought up something while we were in break. Yes. What did he mention? He mentioned that uh, being that Carolina and Orlando had just played the game on Sunday – they're coming off of a short break, a short week, and everybody who knows football and been around football knows that it takes time for your body to recover. That's true. Um, so having that quick turnaround time from playing on Sunday to then having to uh, play on, on Friday. Friday night. Yeah, this only, isn't even like, a Saturday to between. Saturday no. thing. This is Sunday to Friday. They have they have lost two days off their week. Yeah. that's wow, uh, that's going to be big. I that's think. a factor, guys, for sure. Now, uh, the other thing that I would say that – you know, is just an X factor is if 
Robert Kent Jr. is lining up at quarterback and has had time with this team. He played really, really well, having zero time with the Gunslingers uh, in our last home game against the Lions. Now he has had time to work with this team. Yes. And so that's a that's big. That's big. That's huge. Mm -hmm. So you could honestly have a completely different Gunslingers team coming out. I mean, not literally a different team. Um, But when your quarterback is leaps and bounds ahead of where he was the last time you took the field, Uh you start looking like a different team. I think another factor is and I don't know the answer to this is. Is the team leaving on Thursday or are they leaving on Friday? So if they leave on Thursday, they'll have time to kind of relax. But if they leave on Friday, I think that may interfere with the game. I have no idea what yeah, their travel. We don't know what the travel are like. arrangements are, but uh, hopefully Maybe that's Ms. taken into consideration because you're, you're you're right. Yeah, and and, and Carrie might know actually. Um, but along those lines, as far as pre- uh, preparation, mm-hmm. uh, being that the Gunslingers, I mean, we're making the assumption that. Uh, Kent Jr. is going to be starting at quarterback. Um, But being that they've only had one game, one day with him at quarterback, there's not really a whole lot of film that Carolina can look at and say, this is what we're going to be facing. Because they had to literally throw something together last minute. They weren't able to really game plan Mm -hmm. that game so much. So... They're not going to have the normal preparation, besides having a short turnaround time, the normal preparation that you normally would require for a game time, while the Gunslingers have now three games that they can look at and know what they're going to expect when they face these uh, uh, Cobras on Friday night. So that's another big factor here. Now, somebody else mentioned, I'm trying to scroll up and see who it was because I want to give them credit, uh, that... Um, I'm trying to find it. Oh, uh, Coach Q, Quentin Humphrey, former head coach of the San Antonio Gunslingers last year, mentioned that uh, if they can get pressure on Jonathan Bain, yes, mm-hmm. who is the quarterback for the Carolina Cobras, all bets are off. He can struggle when they put pressure on him. And showed I've, in that game. If I've got to get pressure predators. on a quarterback for another team, the fact that I have number eight, Cody Brooks. Cody. Scary. He's a beast. Yeah. Makes me happy that that could change the whole game. Um, I think there's a possibility that uh, if they don't game plan right Pierre. for Cody, or, and that's that's what's killer, is if you game plan and you're like, okay, we're going to stop number eight, mm-hmm. then number 11 can get that's you. True. Yep. Um, Pierre can come out of nowhere, Pierre. and he can be the one to get you. Um, but if that's, if that's something that can change the game, I love that Cody Brooks could be that guy mm-hmm. that changes the game for you. Uh, now. I don't want to. I don't want to be too much of a homer. Obviously, we're a San Antonio Gunslingers podcast, so we're going to talk about the ways that the Gunslingers could win the game. If they do, it is no small task. It's not uh, the the better team is going to win the game. The better team that night is going to win the game. It's not going to be a fluke. Mm-hmm. I, I truly don't believe that we can fluke our way into a win. And we don't know how the refs are either, though. If Well, see, the refs have been a lot better away from San Antonio than they've been in San Antonio based on what I've seen. Um, If they win the game, if the Gunslingers could happen to win the game, it changes everything to me in in the NAL. And not just for the Gunslingers. I think it changes everything in the NAL. Um, Everybody starts coming together at that point. You no longer have an undefeated team. You no longer have a zero-win team. Right. Um, everybody is sitting in that same kind of pool. Four of the six teams 
that play in the league make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And if you bring all of those together after five weeks of play, if everybody is sitting at basically the same record within a game of each other. Yeah, it's still anybody's Yeah, there's everything. Now, if the Cobras win and the Gunslingers lose, we're sitting at 0-3 and they're at 4-0, things start to spread out a little bit and the Gunslingers are going to have a lot of work to do in the back half of the season yeah, to get into true. one of those fourth playoff spots. Yeah. So I don't is, want to call it a must win. It's, it's getting close win. to it though. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's big. Um it's a big time. Um but I give I give the gunslingers a chance. I don't know that they will win it. I think they can. Um I think two weeks ago when we went when we lost to uh the Lions, the Columbus Lions we walked off the field, I think everybody looked at the next game and went, oh, well, they got to play Carolina next. That's a loss. And I don't think that people in the know look at it now and go, well, that's, that's still a loss. I mean, Carolina is probably the best team in the league. But I see a possibility where San Antonio can step up and win. Definitely step up. Uh, Coach Quentin, Coach Q says the Gunslingers linemen are able to fight with anyone because they have heart. That's true. Let's be fair. The Carolina guys probably have their their own uh, reasons for being out there playing too. Yeah, I think they yeah, fight a little, I, I think fight a little bit more Q's when they're home. Home players is that you know these guys, a, a lot of these guys for the Gunslingers have really had the they've had the the cards stacked against them repeatedly many times and have been able to to come through that so i mean this is just business as usual for them um you remember uh last year against the against the uh, north texas bulls um they were the only team that really give them some problems and part of that was because of the enormous offensive line that the bulls had yeah and then the other thing is like i kind of mentioned before we have some of the players from season one who live here in San Antonio, who are working full-time. Then we also have players from the Gunslingers right now who are staying in hotels who aren't working full-time, you know? And so I think um, there's more of a connection with some of the older players um, from last season to this season. I think they're still working on meshing together those two teams because a lot of those players came from the Bulls, you I, know? And those were our rivals last year, you know? I think I think you're very right on that. I, I think... Uh, there's the gunslingers are still a work in progress it's a it's a new team um and they're they are meshing you know they've got a, a lot of returning guys some of the guys we haven't been able to see yet uh for whatever reason some are injuries some are just coaches decisions um versus some some of the new guys that came in and uh i think over time it's it's you know they're they're going to learn to play together and kind of carve out their their roles on this new team and it takes time it takes time, and they've had these last couple of weeks to work on that, which I hope they did. Not a lot of other teams have had that benefit, really. True. Uh, you know, normally you don't hear about any team in, in sports having two consecutive weeks of you know uh, bye weeks, right? Uh, especially early in the season. But that was really kind of a big advantage for the Gunslingers being an expansion team. That's what they are. They're an expansion team in the NAL, and having two weeks off consecutively and early 
um, that's that's a big help for them, especially because they they weren't unfortunately able to pull out a win in the first two home games. Yeah, you know, had they had they been able to pull out a win there, mm-hmm. it's probably a much different story right now. But because they couldn't, these these two weeks were really key. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a double-edged sword because the momentum was starting to pick up after that second game, especially because I think we lost by one point. Or was it one point or six points? I, I'm getting the and two. In the first game, we lost by, by six. The, and then the, the second, second game, game was by was one point. point. Yeah. And then we had those free tickets. And so then everyone was excited, and then we were off two weeks. You know what I mean? So it was a double-edged sword. It was good and bad at the same time. So I hope we just take advantage of it and, and uh, bring a W. Has anyone said yet if they're going to come on Thursday or leaving on Thursday or Friday? Yeah, uh, Carrie answered you. They are going to be leaving early in the morning on Thursday morning. Okay, that's good. So that should get them there with plenty of time before the game so and so able up. to kind of rest and 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 prepare for that game on on Friday night. And hopefully, we'll be preparing for uh, whatever watch party we have, oh, so yeah, that we for can sure. we can support. Uh, we can support the the gunslingers uh, remotely. And I don't have a jersey. I have Maybe breaking can... news. Okay, uh-oh, here, uh-oh, we go. here we go. Drum here we roll. go. Can I do a drum I roll? have breaking news as we're speaking. Yes. Uh, you may notice that I was quiet, and I know that it's doesn't very happen. odd. Never. That happened. doesn't happen very often. The Phillips quiet. It might, <laughs> it might start snowing outside. So we're in hell now. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm anyway. just saying it's a rare occurrence that you're quiet. Mark your calendars. Get ready. Friday night. You can join the rest of your San Antonio Gunslingers fans at Armadillo's Burger at City Base, their City Base location. You want an address? See, I got that for God you, too. I was listening. 2619 Southeast Military Drive, San Antonio, Texas, uh, City Base. There, The watch party is there. Not only will John Wayne uh, be there to put on a great watch party for you, Woo! but Enos CryoFit... Uh, alloy rims and admiral power and uh, admiral security mm-hmm. uh, those are together are all prepared to partner together to put on a giant watch party Yay! for your gunslingers Woo! that's Very armadillo cool. burger on military highway in the city base area make your plans now get ready dress up in your jersey and your crazy red white and blue face paint oh yeah my. suit up Let's go, posse. Uh, and let's make our let make yourself a spectacle. Make other people in the restaurant on a Friday night go, what is happening over there? That's right. I want to be part of that group. Uh, and people driving by. You know, what is going on over there? Once again, Armadillo's Burgers, Southwest Military Drive in the city base area. Bring a friend. We will, we will put something out on the uh, Smoking Guns Facebook page. But my guess is... You're going to see it everywhere here for the next four days or so. And yeah. I'll be there. Are you going to be there? I will be there. Are we going live? No. Uh, probably not. I wouldn't do okay. that. Uh, I mean, I got to work that day, so I probably won't be able to get there till just before game time. Okay. Um, and what time is game time? We should know this. Seven. Seven o'clock. Seven. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that seven our time or seven their time? We've had this issue with the uh, league. That is true. We need to check on that. I'm checking on that. Yeah, you know, that could be Eastern... 7 Eastern time. Any yeah, football? we should check on that. I'm checking now. Because then that's 6 Talk o'clock our time. That's a significant uh, change. Change. Because people are getting off people work. People are getting off work. Uh, just regardless, gonna, I will be there. I will but be there. just going to have to call in a little early. You're just yeah. going to have to say, boss, I need off early today. And when he's lying, he was like, why? 
You say because the gunslingers I'm are playing. Sick. I don't feel well. And you can always pull the COVID card. Yeah, it's COVID. They're saying seven Eastern. It's six for us. That's yeah. from six both Alex and Todd. Okay, six o'clock. Well, now we're getting. Oh wait. Other people. I'm. I'm pulling it up. I'll. I'll get you an answer here in just a second. So the watch party starts at what time? What's uh, up, Greg? The guns. watch party will start probably at the same time as the game. I mean, I'm sure people, you want to get a seat, you got to get there early. That's true. So okay. as early as you can get there. I went directly to the NAL website. Hey, Greg. Hi, you've Greg. missed a big, big Where have big you day. been? Yes. Uh, Tell Kimmy hi. Gunslingers versus Cobras. This is on the NAL website. Friday, May 20th, 8 p.m. They list all of their times on the NAL website as Eastern Standard Time, which means that the game will start at 7 o'clock our time. Okay. Okay. So we can get there at six or five. That's what the NAL website says. So that's contrary that what the, to what some people are saying on our feed. I, I'm here. reading it directly but, off yeah. of the NAL website, Friday, May 20th, 8 p.m., and all of their times listed. I've noted this before. It does not say this on here, but I've noted before that they are all Eastern Standard Times because we're the mm. only uh, entity out of, right. outside of the Eastern uh, time zone. So 8 p.m. Well, Eastern it, time, 7 p.m. Our time. Good. That'll make it a lot easier on some of us people here. Yeah, for we'll work. work and things like that. You have to drive in traffic. So once again, big, big news. All kinds of big news. Man, oh we've gosh. been in big news everywhere. Um, but watch party. Greg, uh, make your plans right now. We're going to have a watch party. We're not, not going to have it. The team. Right. Along with Cryofit and Alloy Wheels and uh, who else? Anos. And um, somebody else. John Wayne. Oh, Admiral. Admiral Power Power. and Security um, are putting together a watch party at Alamo Burger in the city base area. Armadillo Burger. Armadillo. 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 You said Alamo. Alamo. It's Armadillo. Armadillo Burger in the city base area, uh, Southwest Military Drive. Come on out. Watch the gunslingers. Hope to see you there, Greg and Kim. Yeah, for sure. Zach Kylman checking in 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Thank you, sir. Thanks for verifying that. Thank you. Uh, so, everybody That's needs to lot. make it out there. Make your plans. Huge news all over the place today from uh, ownership changes. Watch party. To a game against an undefeated team. To a watch party for us to watch for that. now. Yeah, undefeated for now. That's it. Yeah, for now. Look, somebody's going to beat them this year. It's going to. They're be not going to go the whole year undefeated. Why can't it be the gunslingers? It's going to be the gunslingers. Um, so I will be keeping an eye on the game in Kerrville on my phone. I'm sure. I'm in a work meeting, so I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. But make, it make it happen. happen. Uh, and I will be watching. Uh, what? Uh, what do you, what do you think? Do you, I know what both of you are gonna say. I don't know, might as well ask. No. Um, do you think they have a puncher's chance to win this game? Of course, it's always a chance. I'm, what do you, what do you I'm, think, I'm Leo? On, like I'm if I made you make a bet, I'm making a bet. If you made me make a bet, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I can't bet against the home team. <laughs> Hello. Uh, you can't bet against, against the home team. Not, not the home team oh. of the game. Kind of Our home that? team. Yeah. Uh, you know. But after watching the game uh, against the Predators, I, I don't see how this is a game that the Gunslingers can't go in there and surprise some people. I, I think they are capable of that. Now, they're going through a lot, you know, over the last couple of days and, That's you know, true. this week. 
So there's there's going to be some of that in their heads and 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 some you know some of that stuff going on. If they can stay focused and they can uh, go out there and play their best football, they absolutely can win this game. And I'm hoping that's what we get a chance to see. I know that there's some guys that are going to do they're going to leave everything out there on the field to try and make that happen i mean there's some guys that just do that on a week-by-week basis we're talking about guys like kelly rashad obviously um you know uh they're capable they have the talent they have the heart they have the ability we've seen some players here or some uh, fans uh talking about that over here with coach q um and you know i i agree with all of that and I don't think the Carolina Cobras have a whole lot to go on to prepare for this game. And they have very uh, limited amount of time to prepare. So I think there's a good chance that they surprise some people this weekend. And I'll be looking forward to that. In the 2021 season, the first season of the Gunslingers when we were in the AAL, uh-huh. we uh, had played the first part of our season. It had been the first game. We had played the first part of our season and had lost our game. There were changes mm-hmm. all over the place in the front office. We lost our head coach. That's right. Yep. Had to replace the head coach in the middle of the week. And then we had to get on the ricketyest, weirdest old bus in the world and drive <laughs> all the way out to Mississippi. Driven by a mad woman. And that team <laughs> overcame all of those me. distractions and that happened in that week and the, the, the depressing loss that they had gone through the week before. And they delivered the first win in Gunslinger's history. I don't see, I see a lot of parallels between this, the first road game yeah. of this season. Yeah, yeah I was where just we are, earlier. We are down 0-2. We uh, have had a lot of turmoil over the, since the last time we played. True. Not a coaching change, but no. an ownership change. Um, lots of turmoil around the team. And that last year was a galvanizing factor and brought them together in a way that I don't if you don't remember the Mississippi game, it wasn't like they they went out and and won the game. They went out and looked from beginning to end like a solid football team, like a different football team than they had looked like the week before. Mm-hmm. Like they won the game wire to wire, I believe. Now, I want to know how many fans are actually going to make the trip to go watch the game in person. If, you, if you're doing that, if you're headed Please out to Carolina, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Because we want to celebrate those kind of fans. If yeah. You're, if you're not, go to Armadillo Burger. There you go. Yep. And hang out with us. At City Base and enjoy it. Michael Wayne Davis saying, man, that last game was fun. And it was. Mm-hmm. You know, win or lose, it's, it's fun. These guys are out there. You know, they're busting their butts out there to put on a show. I mean, this is entertainment. Sports is entertainment. Um, and and they're they're definitely doing their part. Those guys out there on the field, um, and I'm just looking forward to it. I, yeah, I, I have no doubt it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Greg Nelson says he and Kim are headed up to Car- uh, Carolina. Good job. Good. Wear those. Uh, wear those. Wear those jerseys. Gunslingers jerseys, so we can see in the crowd. They'll find you. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else? Yeah. More of our trolls. I'm thinking like uh, Fred Shaw's family might go out there. Coach Q uh, saying that he had to uh, make sure we won that game in Mississippi because he had to make it up to us for the bus ride out there. We appreciate that. (laughs) We really do. We really, really do. Uh, So get get somewhere. Get to Carolina Mm -hmm. if you can. 
But if you can't, get out to Armadillo Burger. Sweet no, never mind. Never mind. That's, that's the fan base's homework. I want to reach out again to the John Wayne guys and tell them they've got some homework to do, too. Like, they need to focus on reaching out to the general public and let them know about these things. General public. Because the guys... Yeah. <laughs> get some merchandise. Get some rosters. Okay, wait. How I met your mother. Yeah. I just <laughs> threw another How I Met yeah. Your Mother reference in there with general, general public, general public, and I gave the salute. Have you seen the new quarterback that has signed with the Oklahoma Sooners? No. I heard about his name. His name is mm-hmm. General Booty. General Booty. <laughs> nice. B-O-O-T-Y. Booty. Some parents with a sense of humor. General Booty. Uh, that's, that's, I don't know what parents are thinking He's sometimes. got a lot of self-esteem for that. I, 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 <laughs> I tell you what, that. knowing what I know now, you know, 40-something-year-old Leo, if I knew back 20-something-year-old something Leo knew what 40-something-year-old Leo knows, yeah. Yeah. my kids would have some pretty rocky names. <laughs> they ought to be thankful that... <laughs> <laughs> that 20-something-old Leo uh, didn't know a whole lot. Gotcha. <laughs> well, uh, through it all, with ownership changes, uh, we salute the, the previous ownership. Yes. We're excited about working with the new ownership. Um, we're excited to see what happens with the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers as they head off to Carolina to take on the Cobras. And then as they continue... Um, in through their season. Remember, these are three straight home, uh, three straight road games. Yeah, they will not be back home until June 11th. 11th. Mark that on your calendar right now, so that you can be out at that game because we want to welcome our boys back home for sure in style. No matter what record they walk back in here with, but let's hope it's a three and two record. That would be awesome if they can. That go would out. be yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yes, that would be. Um, so, uh, if we don't have anything else, we don't have anything else. Nope. See you on Friday. Well, we've got a message for all of those uh, predators in Orlando, mm-hmm. the sharks in their shark tank out in Jacksonville, the guppies, the lions in the jungles Rare. of Columbus. Columbus, Georgia have jungles? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They got kitty cats um, over there. And we certainly have a message Tall grass. for the cobras out in Carolina. When it comes to football in the arena, the 2-1-0 has got something to say. Bang, bang.